Welcome to Taking the Higher Road, a Driver Reach and Freight Waves production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder and CEO of Driver Reach, a modern recruiting and compliance software solution. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting and retention. I appreciate all the positive feedback on the show. Please remember to rate and review Taking the Higher Road, whatever platform you use to listen. Joining me today is Bruno Stanziale, CEO of the recruitment efficiency platform and integrated partner, GoToro, which you may have previously known as findatruckerjob.com or fatj.com. Bruno, great to have you. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us. No, my pleasure, Jeremy. I'm really happy to be here. Well, I'm excited to get into your background, you know, how your, how your path led to the trucking industry and, and learn more about GoToro and the work being done to, uh, to improve the industry's recruiting efforts. And, and I also want to get your expertise on the, the really the ever-changing landscape in the digital uh, recruitment you know, marketing space and how a better understanding of it can help driver recruitment teams. And then uh, I certainly don't want to uh, forget to include a question from an, one of our uh, audience members during our Deeper Dive segment. Does all of that work for you? No, that sounds great. Well, well, before we dive in, as is customary, uh, I'm curious if uh, if you have any book recommendations for the audience. You know, anything in particular you've read that uh, that was impactful? Yeah, no, actually, I, I had it was the first first book I read when I was um, offered the job and, and decided to take it. I, I figured out I want to get as versed as I can in driver recruitment and all the nuances. And I stumbled across this book, which I think maybe a lot of people have heard about. I hope. Uh, but if you haven't, How to Build an Amazing Career as a Truck Driver Recruiter, Join the Top Driver Recruiting Network of All Time. It's a book by uh, Josh K. Hicks. You can get it on Amazon. I highly recommend it. It's good for anyone, new recruiters or even people that have been recruiting for years. There's something in there for everybody. And I think it was very practical and very detailed. So definitely worth a look. Yeah, thanks. for. I've not heard of that one before. And uh, I think... There is uh, the the books around driver recruiting are sparse. So the fact that you had one, that you found one, and you felt was really uh, impactful, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm imagining those who are watching and listening here right now are looking it up. And some uh, Josh Hicks is going to see a bump in his uh, in his sales. From this, no, so. absolutely. And, and at nineteen dollars <laughs> and ninety cents, it's a bargain. <laughs> I hear you. Well, uh, well, I appreciate that. Uh, good suggestion. Now. You've got a deep background in, in, in business development and sales, senior management. You know, can you can you share a little bit about you? You know, what's what's your passion? You know, who is Bruno Stanziale? Yeah, no, no. So, you know, I think that um, my most recent experiential base was really more technology. You know, that's kind of where um, I cut my professional teeth. You know, it started out in financial technologies and then got into to traditional technologies and then uh, funny enough, got into the technology of navigating the internet and matching. Really, a lot of the technology I started dealing in is or were matching engines of all kinds of varieties. And, um, you know, it was really developing those types of technologies and then operationalizing them and being able to commercialize them and make them practical. So I kind of had this like product development idea sort of experience and bringing it to life and then making these technologies practical for customers, right? So solving very specific needs. So I would say that it really was technology first, product development, but more about then taking it and being able to apply it in a commercially reasonable manner and just solve pain points really using technology. Well, you mentioned matching, and I want to touch on that in a second. 
uh, because I'm guessing that that is a natural transition uh, into the trucking industry, especially with the uh, supply and demand concerns that we have. But even before we go there, I, I have to say, um, last year, about this time last year, early uh, part of 2022, um, Bruno was a very popular name in the uh, in the Raymer household with my three young kids. And uh, I'm sure you hear this all the time. But uh, but you know nowadays we don't talk about Bruno. But you you're familiar with that song. I'm sure. Yes, I've 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 heard I've heard it many times, and I'm actually uh, I think we were joking before this. I'm relieved because it actually has a hint of making the name Bruno pretty cool. So <laughs> I'll take it. Right. Well, and I was thinking that too, and I know this is gonna this is going to reveal our our maybe our respective ages if you know who I'm referring to here. But when I was younger and I got into wrestling, my father used to take me to go watch wrestling. Uh, live in Los Angeles, even and uh, and back then, I remember a pretty popular but aging wrestler named Bruno San Martino, probably yes. a, ch- a champion. So he, um, he was pretty cool. I caught him at the tail end. So I got into more of the Superfly Snuka and oh, Roddy, yeah. Roddy Piper that era. But yes, he preceded that just by a little bit. So yeah, well, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure some of our listeners are going down memory lane, even yeah. with some of those names. So I certainly am. So, you know, getting back to the matching and technology side of it, you know, what was it that led you to the trucking industry? Is 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 that kind of kind of how your path came yeah. towards and into the trucking industry? Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. So I was I was firmly placed in a, in a company um, I was with for about five or so years in in technology that was not really related to transportation specifically, but we developed technologies like I mentioned, really just matching you know uh, buyers and sellers. And the investors and founders of Find a Trucker Job were looking for someone to help take the company to the next level. And um, it was one of those situations where, you know, we had mutual friends and we just innocently got into talking. And I think we all collectively agree that, hey, you know, I see an opportunity and you guys see an opportunity. And are, you know, are, is Fat J positioned properly? to help your customers the best way they can. And I think we realized that maybe, no, we can do a better job of developing more technology to help them and take advantage of this opportunity and solve these problems. So that was about uh, close to two and a half years ago, I decided to join. And really that was the, the nascent stages of when we really started to completely revamp the technology stack and build what we think is the best engine out there for finding uh, 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 qualified lead sources of drivers in volume. Well, and that's a, you, you talked about positioning, you, you mentioned, you know, revamping the tech stack. And does that, did that coincide with the rebranding of uh, Find a Trucker Job and Fat J to go, to go Toro? Yeah, it did. It's kind of like, why, why did you mess with it? I mean, Find a Trucker Job had been a pretty good brand. Everybody knew it. It's been around for close to 10 years, believe it or not. Um, what we found um, as a natural derivative of as we expanded the tech stack and we started to really hone in on problems is, you know, recruiters, particularly when you start to get to the midsize owner operators, even starting then all the way up to the largest carriers, a lot of the same challenges, you know, th- that recruiters managing an ecosystem of needs, right? It's not just drivers. Um, of course, that's the bulk of it, as we know, but it's also accompanying warehouse workers, people that load and unload the trucks at the terminals, safety, you know, so technically the talent acquisition expert or recruiter really needed a centralized single source of truth or technology to do all of it. 
So we wanted to sort of rebrand to make sure that we did all of the lead generation that a trucking company would have. That was primary. Secondary was we really wanted to have a brand and a mascot that embodied the spirit of the American trucker and all the folks that work at these transportation companies. And a lot of people don't know this, but the bull symbolizes the vitality and strength of the worker. So we really wanted something that embodied that strength and that endurance. And what better demographic to exhibit that than all the people that we know and love within transportation. So it was kind of, it was, it was, there was a little duality there. It was one, the expansiveness of our offering and what we could do. And then two, we wanted something that would embody um, the characteristics of the driver and, and associated roles that, um, that make it so great. Well, I love it. That thought process that you went through to get to that, I think is, is, is really cool. Now you mentioned earlier, you know, obviously when in, in this industry, there's a lot of competition, there's a lot of options uh, to try to, you know, get drivers and a lot of challenges that everybody who, who's in that space, you know, um, face. What is it about, Go- you know, maybe this is an opportunity just to kind of share a little bit more in depth about GoToro. Like, who is GoToro? What do you do? How do you differentiate yourself from some of your competitors in the space? Sure. Well, I think firstly, it's the product itself and then some of the uh, peripheral packaging and services around that product, right? So we set out to be a recruiter's best friend. As we always say that internally, that is our buzzword. Throughout the halls of GoToro, we're all about how can we become a better friend to the recruiter? And, you know, when you really dig deep, the one thing you have to understand is the market for anyone you're trying to hire, whether it's a warehouse worker, someone who's loading or unloading trucks or a safety inspector, any of it, dispatch, the market for those people changes. It's not static, right? Um, if a certain job board or job site works great for you as a recruiter in, in one month, it is not a guess. It's a certainty that will change, right? You may be able to find all your CDLA drivers on XYZ job board for six months straight at the right ad budget. And then mysteriously, it changes, right? Well, that's just life because people are unpredictable. So what we wanted to do is ensure that we created a system that took the trucking company's hard-earned ad budget and we hold all the job boards, aggregators, and social media venues accountable. We are a technology-driven traffic cop so that when a customer gives us their hard-earned budget to go hire 25 over-the-road drivers, we darn well know we need omni-channel access to everything out there, every job board, every aggregator, every social media venue. And we know going into it, we don't want to waste any time. So the technology is driven by reams of data from being in business for 10 years, plus being able to read in real time what's out there. So we deploy that budget efficiently out of the gate. But most important, we hold every job board and venue we're out there with accountable on an hourly basis. So when we start to determine changes in efficacy, we'll immediately take that budget and put it to where it's being used wisely. So, you know, the reason why this is really important is not just because we're getting giving people more bang for their buck, we're giving them their time back 
We're generally giving them more qualified leads and direct leads, not stale leads. But the most important part of it is we actually try to solve for recruiter fatigue. Recruiters really want to sit back and do what they love, dealing with people, evangelizing where their trucking company is the best long-term career move. And if they're stuck trying to figure out the morass that is all the different avenues they can find drivers, they get burnt and they can't make great decisions. So we think we do a really good job of managing their ad budget, making it more effective and more efficient, taking the stress out, taking the recruiter fatigue out, and allowing them to talk to higher quality candidates so that they can be more people focused. Well, I'm, I'm curious. Well, first of all, it sounds very much as a product, very agency-ish. Is that is that a safe uh, assumption? We, we work with agencies too. So oftentimes, uh, big agencies will turn to us on a wholesale basis and say, hey, look, do this piece for us or that. We work very well with them. Um, so we do both. Um, and, and I think that in and of itself is a testament to the efficacy of the product. And we're kind of, you know, we have a spot to serve a need within this market. Um, but generally, the majority of our business is direct, but we do a significant amount through agencies who trust us to do work on behalf of their customers, which we, we were very proud of that, actually. Well, and, and you referenced the fact that, uh, you know, you, you, you obviously make decisions the product helps to make decisions based on the performance of the, the budget and ad dollars and so on. And so that visibility is really important. And I know just from talking to carriers all the time, they, you know, um, they, they just spray and pray and just see what happens. But to your point, being able to really track that, measure that is, uh, how do you how do you do that in order to make those sorts of decisions? Yeah, no, it's great. So it's it's interesting, Jeremy. So there's two things. You can go on and on. I can go on and on about how great the system is and this, that, and the other thing. But at the end of the day, what matters? A recruiter sits there and her job is made easier and better and her quality of life goes up, period. They don't care about all the stuff under the hood. They just want to see the results like you're alluding to. We present the results by either delivering those leads directly into their ATS, so then they they you know they can manage it in their ATS. Obviously, you being our, our part, one of our preferred partners, um, or they can go in our portal um, and and work the leads there through automated texting, you know, all kind omni-channel communication with the with, with the candidate, but all the data and analytics and reporting customizable. So we have so much data, but we, we pride ourselves in being able, to be able, being able to present it in a very understandable and easy to use fashion so that the goal is a recruiter can print a report, go to their hiring meeting or their HR meeting and be able to look over the stats and understand just about everything. Where are they getting the leads? What time? Where are the best qualities coming from? What are the best knockout questions? What, um, how are they stacking in terms of pay and competitive posture? You name it. So um, the reporting is critical because that's really the, the delivery of what's relevant, right? So we want it to be as sophisticated and as powerful a system as possible, but we almost don't want the customer to see that. We want the customer to see the easy to understand, this thing's my friend, I just get all the things I need from it, and we'll worry about what's under the hood. They just want to drive it. 
Now, are you noticing a, a, a wider adoption of technology uh, to solve for some of the industry's challenges with driver recruiting? Because I think trucking overall, or at least in the HR and recruiting side of trucking, has been much slower to adopt technology versus other facets of the industry. And certainly trucking overall is not quite as, it's not what you would consider maybe the most innovative, progressive of industries. But I do see that it's getting there. Um, maybe COVID-19 helped uh, accelerate that to some degree out of necessity. But what do you think? Are you seeing uh, a wider adoption? Yeah, I, I think that the market, any market's always a little bit, um, it's always ready to adopt technology. I think if it doesn't adopt technology, it's the people creating it don't do it right. So I think that um, the transportation industry was not given technology generally um, that was easy to understand and use. So there was a level of empathy that I don't think was really there in traditional attempts to introduce tech to the recruitment function. I think now you're starting to see a whole host of technologies that are finally getting it right. You know, recruiters want a tool that's fast and easy and enabling, and it's got to be easy to use. And I think what you're starting to see now is just that. Um, was there a little bit of uh, more of a need to experiment with new technologies because of COVID? 100%. But I still think if COVID came in and the technologies that people reviewed in, before they purchased them or procured them were hard to use and clunky and not really saving time and just adding complexity, they still wouldn't adopt. I think adoption is generally about these products. I mean, I can certainly speak for mine and others that I see, they're much easier to use and um, the results are much more discernible and in real time. So I think that those things really helped usher in this sort of renaissance and adoption. Well, and on that note, I think, and I'm not a technologist uh, at heart, or at least, you know, my background isn't one, but at the same time, I enjoy reading. And I read a book called Don't Make Me Think. And from a product standpoint, if you're familiar with it, it just, you know, whether it's on your website or any sort of uh, intuitive design of a product, it's so important that you make it easy for the end user. And whether that's a driver, if they're filling out an application, or if it's the you know a recruiter or anybody in safety, uh, those sorts of things, I think it's it's really important. So good point about clunkiness. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you a very quick example. So we we've been developing the, our new product, which launched on a on a fully managed basis, right? So our account every account gets an account manager. Behind the scenes, we now have deployed our new technology, and we have the migration of customers to the new technology and their interactions with it. Um, none of them are going back. They all love the new tech. But here's the interesting part. We really solved for the most stubborn of recruiters, right? And uh, it's funny. We, we become friendly with all of our customers, I think. But there are a couple of, of, of uh, women that are really great recruiters, and they're stuck in their ways. And if we've won them over, I said, we've done our job. We've done our job. So it's about gently breaking habits, and you have to have buy-in from the customer that, hey, I can still be the old recruiter that I was and doing the things that I did that make me successful. This is actually making me better at it. So that's really the math you have to crack. Well, good good point. And, and uh, are you seeing right now, before we get to the uh, deeper dive question, I, I, I can't help but ask if you're seeing right now, economically, if you're seeing any headwinds, any economic headwinds, obviously with rising interest rates, that's putting a damper on some growth expansion opportunities. Are you seeing that? Is that being, is that affecting your, you know, 
uh, the ability 100, to grow 100%. Anybody, anyone who's in the transportation and logistics space, I don't care what you're serving, um, is, is seeing a dramatic drop. I mean, by our estimates, the actual recruitment of drivers is probably off close to 30 some odd percent uh, year on year. There's no question of that. We've been fortunate enough to have been able to grow our pie enough where really haven't felt as much of it. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, the, the supply and demand balance between open seats and, and drivers um, has completely flip-flopped. However, it's not as steep um, as you would imagine, and it's much more um, regional and um, specification specific. What I mean by that is you still have specific roles and regions where even after the effects of COVID, you can't find drivers. It's really hard. Pacific Northwest origination for over-the-road teams. Good luck. It's hard. You have to have really good technology to find that, those people. And that's ironically why we haven't gotten hit as bad, because our technology tends to solve for some of those harder roles, right? So there's regional and, and, and job description dislocations that have gone well beyond COVID. But in aggregate, it's all down quite a bit. Yeah, we're we're seeing that. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I hear that often, but I also get the sense that maybe we're we're starting to stabilize a little bit. So we'll obviously keep our finger on the pulse and uh, and and circle back on that conversation here in the coming months. Uh, this might be a good opportunity to get into our deeper dive question uh, before we've got to uh, before we got to leave. But from a the question is submitted from a, a listener from a driver's perspective. What do you believe are the key factors? that contribute to employee engagement and how can companies use technology and data to improve engagement and retention rates among drivers? I know that recruiting is probably more your, your speed than, than retention, uh, but your thoughts on uh, driver engagement and how we can yeah. improve that. Well, no, I mean, retention has been a big part of our growth strategy. We, we partnered with an earned wage access company to provide what I consider next generation benefits for drivers, right? That might be a separate topic or question, but to answer the, the, the viewer's question directly, I think there are two things that I've seen work really well. Um, one is attaching a mentor or a buddy to new drivers. That's really important. Drivers don't always necessarily want to reach out to HR or the recruiter to ask difficult questions. Sometimes people that aren't drivers can't empathize with that person's role. So the buddy system is critical. I don't care how big or small your company is, you really need to do that because it's very clear the numbers. Retention remains high, camaraderie is increased, and loyalty is increased. So I would say a buddy system is huge, having a mentor-mentee type of a situation. The second thing is um, pulse checks uh, via text, right? Um, HR can set up automated pulse checks with their drivers, you know, systems that we can link people up with. We do not do this per se yet, but we can link dry, uh, companies up with services that do do this. Um, sending out automated texts, hey, Larry, just wanted to check in. You've been on the road for three days. How are you feeling? How are you doing? Is there anything we can be doing differently to help you? So it's this constant cadence of communication with the driver that shows that, hey, I'm with a company that cares about how I'm doing is willing to be proactive about it. And I'm not alone in the cab. And not, the only time people are, are speaking to me is not just for logistic changes or work. It's how are you doing? So those are the two things I think are the most important thing for engagement because it builds loyalty, brand loyalty, cures burnout, and it's very unique and differentiating. 
Well, excellent uh, response there. I think that's uh, a, a lot of great points. And I'm, I'm curious, just for the audience, before we go, uh, how do they find you? What's the best way to find uh, some more information about GoToro? Well, the fastest way might be to go Toro, G-O-T-O-R-O, gotoro.io. That's our, our website. You can always contact us through there. Um, obviously, Jeremy, if anybody reaches out to you or your team, send them right over to me. You know how to find me. I get in the weeds. My hands always get dirty with our customers, and I'm not scared of work. So uh, they can reach out to me via you guys anytime they want. But gotoro.io, um, it's pretty clear on the website how to get a hold of us. Um, if you wanted to have a chat. Well, Bruno, thank you so much. I really appreciate your passion, your enthusiasm for the industry uh, and the technology background that you bring, I think uh, is going to help us close that gap, right? It's helping the industry close that gap. It's a pleasure serving the industry, Jeremy. I appreciate you having me here. And thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the High Road and for spreading your word to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. Now, remember, you could submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the Higher Road, whatever platform you use to listen. Until next time, thank you for taking the higher road.